Is there not an entire section on this subject? Yes, yes, that's unfair. I may have, I may have changed my mind about me. Is, is your, is your book for sale about it? Yes. I'm not sure. I just go and try and do a better job. Let me tell you. 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 Say it like you mean it. This is my vibe. Yo, Trey. What up? I got something to say. Hey everybody, welcome back to uh, Let Me Tell You, episode 86. I'm your host, the Evangelical Norm. So, we're going to get back to it. We're going to beat this dead horse uh, one more time, because we've got two days till the election, so we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the candidates, we're going to talk about Christian votes, but first off, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to put up our abortion counter, because we are going to talk about abortion, so we're going to keep this up the entire episode, just so you can see what abortion numbers really look like as they go. So real quick, uh, before we jump into, uh, and we'll segue with this into our discussion today, um, in the United States today, uh, there are 400, have been 438 abortions uh, when you come around to watching this. Uh, um, since Roe v. Wade in the United States, 62,350,064 Babies have been murdered by Planned Parenthood. Eight million, almost nine million children have been born have been murdered by Planned Parenthood. Um, this year, two hundred and ninety nine thousand. This year already in the U.S., seven hundred and twenty one thousand total. Uh, after sixteen weeks gestation, uh, thirty four thousand. Uh, due to rape and incest, is six thousand. So again, that, that number that they like to throw around, that reasoning they like to throw around, very small percentage of, of the abortions that are done um, in the United States are done for those reasons. They justify murder of babies by using a very small percentage. Uh, black babies since 1973, uh, since Roe v. Wade, 18 million um, that would be a huge voter block for the Democrats if they hadn't been killing off uh, their own demographic. Um, worldwide, since 1980, over a billion babies have been murdered. Uh, worldwide this year, 33 million. Since we started talking in the last two minutes, um, 50 seconds, 138 children will have been murdered in this country by Planned Parenthood and 20,000 worldwide today. So just some numbers to keep in mind, because this is, and I'm, I'm, I have no shame in proclaiming the fact that I am a one issue voter. I vote based on where, what a person's first and foremost, what a person's stand is on abortion. That right now, that is the most important thing to me based on these numbers. This is something that we have to see done away with something that we have to see it go. And so this year, you know, we two day we are a day away. Tomorrow is the election. We we are just about um, 24, 23 hours to polls opening. I think most polls open around nine o'clock. I'm releasing at nine o'clock in Mountain Time, so you know, roughly about 20, 20 to twenty four hours away from right now as you're listening to this. Uh, your polling places are going to open if your polling places are going to open. Uh, I don't know so many places that are 
I don't I can't I don't know that they can actually say you have to vote by mail. So Utah, they're not actually doing in-person voting. They, if you go up to do in-person voting, they're going to give you a mail ballot, send you to your car, have you fill it out, and bring it back. So there is no, uh, as far as I know, there may be one or two places that are doing ballot machines and, and you know the old-fashioned way, checking your ID and making sure you are a registered voter. So yeah, I'm, I'm one of those guys that I'm... I'm totally bought into the fact that there's going to be a whole lot of voter fraud. I think there's going to be a whole lot of mail-in ballots that are mailed in by people that's name is not on the ballot. We've seen those things in, in different places. You know, Veritas, Project Veritas has, has exposed a few situations in Ilhan Omar's area uh, where people are going out and gathering up mail-in ballots to fill them out and send them in. So whether or not these, you know, this is going to be a very interesting election. There's no doubt behind it. Do I trust the way that it's going? Not a hundred percent. I mean, here, this is, you know, so many people are willing to criticize our government on all kinds of different issues, but yet on this issue there, it's like, Oh, suddenly we trust them to be a hundred percent efficient and capable of, of making sure this, this vote vote in this election is on the up and up. I don't know. I, I'm I'm not a hundred percent behind it. I, I but it is what it is. They're they're doing what they're gonna do, and we'll we'll kind of get and we'll wrap that all up in it, when we get to the end of this discussion because I do have a place that I'm going and a, a a destination for this conversation. So we'll get there. Um, of course, the the two main candidates that we are gonna look at are Joe Biden and, and Donald Trump. There are multiple other candidates. Kanye is on the ballot here in Utah. I almost voted for him. Um, uh, uh, why didn't I vote for Kanye? Honestly, he's a he's a very new Christian. There's still some d- discipleship that needs to be done. I don't think going from a brand new Christian into now and again, we don't have to be Christian to be president. I. I you know, I, I do not base, I voted for Romney a couple years ago. So, you know, again, I'm, I'm willing to vote for those who are, are not Christian, um, uh, depending on where they stand on abortion. Romney was not 100% on abortion. I'm still, I, I look back and go, why did I vote for him? Um, because I don't know that I was as solid in my opinion on abortion then. I mean, even though that was only eight years ago, um, as I am now, you know, I've gotten more and more concrete in my, uh, commitment to abolitionist, to abolition of abortion, to abolishing it. Um, I've, I've become a, a more stringent abolitionist, uh, over the last eight years. And I mean, and that's been a, a curve that God has been bringing me along, along for 20 some years, um, if not more. So, uh, granted I'm, I'm not voting based on Christianity, but with Kanye, again, I want to see him discipled. I want to see him spend more time with, with Adam Tyson, um, and other solid Christians. You know, he had a great interview on Joe Rogan last week, um, answered some really good, I mean, probably the best answers on abortion of any candidate I've, I've heard in the last 
20 years except for Ted Cruz. Yeah, and and again, I, I'm I'm not 100% sure if Ted Cruz was uh, willing to make exceptions for rape and incest and so on. But Kanye, amazing interview, but still I, I'd like to see him discipled a bit before you know, we, we, we release him on the world to go, you know, do what he's going to do. I would like to see him get more because again, bad company corrupts good character. First Corinthians fifteen thirty three, I believe first, second Corinthians, maybe it's Colossians. I don't remember. I never remember that verse, but, um, I know it's fifteen thirty three. <laughs> One of those three, fifteen thirty three. um, bad company corrupts good character. And so, to, to take this, this brand new Christian and put him in uh, in the middle of Washington with those characters, yeah, I, I, I just don't trust it. So that would be why I didn't vote for Kanye. Um, I will tell you who I voted for here coming up as we, as we get closer to the end of the episode and we, we kind of wrap these things up. So um, one, Joe Biden is absolutely, I mean, 100% abortion all the time, free, early, often, you know, get your abortions the way that Democrats vote early and often. That's where Joe Biden stands. Uh, and right up until the moment of birth and potentially afterwards, the, the trajectory that the, the Democrat platform is taking on abortion, I mean, they are getting to the point it's actually been said, you know, the quiet part's been said out loud by, by a lot of Democrats over the last four years that, um, they're willing to let a baby die on the table if the mother doesn't want it. So abortion after the baby's been born, essentially. So that's where Joe Biden says. So there's absolutely no way I would ever vote for Joe Biden. He could be 100% solid on everything else. If that being his stance, he does not get my vote. Does it? Ever. You know, we've had the conversation of whether or not those who vote uh, Democrats should be church disciplined, excommunicated if necessary. I'm not buying into that. And the reason why I'm not buying into that is because you would have to discipline those people. And this was all last week's episode. We're just rehashing. You would have to discipline, execute church discipline on people who vote for Trump as well. And you're not going to hear, I, I love them all to death, but you're not going to hear Jeff Durbin. You're not going to hear uh, um, Doug Wilson. You're not going to hear Chocolate Knox and Toby Sumter and them say that because they're all voting for Trump. They've already made their, their, their stance clear that they're voting for Trump. I'm not 100% sure with Jeff, but I've heard on Cross Politic and so on, I've heard the rest of, of those guys say um, the same guys that were are kind of toying around with the whole issue of church discipline for those who vote, vote Democrat, but not willing to execute church discipline for, for those who vote Trump. But Trump is still not 100% pro-life. He is willing to murder babies based upon the uh, circumstance of their conception. If it's rape or incest, you know, the, the crime of the father in Trump's eyes is worthy of putting the child to death. That's still pro-death, pro-murdering babies. So if that is the basis on which you would church discipline someone for voting Democrat, then you have to give church discipline to people who are voting Trump. And I, I tell you what, I would fight the elders in my church on that situation. If any of them were to uh, 
execute any kind of church discipline on anyone who voted Democrat, I would demand, I would demand that they execute church discipline on people who vote Trump. Not only because of his stance on, on abortion, but this is a man who is claiming to be Christian, but is absolutely not by his actions and by his words, we know. And so he's impersonating a Christian. So is Joe Biden, but, but Donald Trump, he is uh, pro-LGBT rights, so he is against the institution, God-ordained institution of marriage. So these are all things that, that Donald Trump is. And again, now I'm not... I'm willing to stand back and go, go make your vote. I'm not demanding church discipline for anybody as they vote. I'm not. I think it's questionable. They've got to really dig deep and, and they need to go deal with that with God, the way, however they vote, whether it be for Biden or Trump, Joe Jorgensen, whoever. But again, Trump is, is not that far to the right of Biden. He's very central. You know, yeah, he's made some Supreme Court appointees that out of the three he's made, I'm really only 100% confident in one. Amy Coney Barrett is the only one that I think is a solid vote against Roe. Um, it is a solid justice on, you know, originalism and so on to look at the, the Constitution the way the, founder, the founders wrote it and the way they intended it. And not to be willing to, you know, fall into these super precedents. There's nothing, that, absolutely nothing in there that should be a super precedent. Yeah. It should be whatever, we should look at the law. And if we can find the way, you know, granted the, the First Amendment, Second Amendment, all these things, we know that these are rights. These are not things that are up for debate. But there's so many other things that gay marriage and Roe v. Wade and all these other things that have come along that they've talked about as being super precedent that should not be super precedent unless it is an amendment in there. And then even, you know, we've had to fix those in the past. You know, the, the, the Constitution used to say that the black men were only three fifths of a person. We had to fix that. The Supreme Court held that up in the Dred Scott case. And we had to go back and go, the Supreme Court was wrong. And we should be doing that with Roe. But I don't think any of Trump's appointees are, are 100% solid as votes against Roe. I don't think Kavanaugh or Gorsuch would vote against Roe as much as I think that uh, Coney Barrett would. So has he made some, some okay choices for judges? Sure. Is that enough to overlook uh his position on abortion, his ambition, his position on LGBT issues, and uh, his character? No. No. His, even his stance on religious freedom. Here's the thing, guys. We, we, we read in the Bible where Jesus said, now, my pastor just did a whole big thing on partial preterism and stuff like that, which, sorry, Brian, I'm not one. I'm not post-mill. I'm not partial preterist. I'm not, I'm, I'm still looking forward to the second coming of Christ sometime in our future. And I still look at these things and say that, that Jesus has told us that we are going to endure hardship. We are going to, and not specifically America, but Christians all over the world. I'm in the middle of persecuted church awareness month. So I'm talking about all our brothers and sisters around the world who are being beaten and raped and murdered for their faith in Jesus Christ. 
And so I'm not buying into the whole post mill thing. And should God determine that Joe Biden be elected and our country, our, our religious freedoms go away, I'm still going to worship Christ. I'm not going to let that shake my faith. And I'm not going to let that override my witness in the way that I vote to cause me. And again, so my most important thing, and I think for a Christian, the most important uh, aspect of voting should be their Christian witness over everything else, over First Amendment, Second Amendment, religious freedom, uh, any of those things. Supreme Court justices, anything, none of that should supersede your witness in your vote. And that is why I refuse to vote for either one of these men. Not going to vote for Trump. I'm not going to vote for Biden because I'm not going to allow my Christian witness to be tarnished just because of my desire to see a better political party or a better political atmosphere. I'm ready and willing to go through whatever hardships the Lord deems necessary for me to go through, whether that be persecution, losing my religious uh, freedoms, losing my ability to worship freely, any of those things. I'm willing to give those up to maintain a consistent worldview and a consistent witness of the gospel in the way that I vote. Am I going to be 100% Probably not. I'm probably going to slip. I'm probably, I mean, I probably voted for other people down ballot from the president that I didn't know enough about who may be, you know, questionable. I mean, I voted for Ryan Wilcox for our District 7 state legislator, and he may have uh, exceptions for abortion. And if that, I, I, I didn't find any of that, and so I don't know. But I know because Trump has made that clear. So that's where I stand. So does that mean I'm a hypocrite? Maybe go ahead and, and hit me in the in the in the um, comments and I'll, I'll 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 take all the smoke you want to give me on that. So but but this is why and I want to show choice for to uh, put out a video um, today or yesterday. And let me get this up here so we can see it. Do, do, do. There we go. Choice 4-2, which is uh, Laura Clausen's uh, YouTube and social media uh, grouping, has uh, put out this video. Uh, and it's pretty powerful. And this alone is why I'm willing to let this issue... Um, supersede everything else in the way that I vote. So with that being said, let's go ahead and watch uh, this video from Choice 4-2. Child sacrifice. Barbaric. Evil. Ancient. Modern. There's nothing new under the sun. Throughout history, children have been sacrificed to a variety of deities in attempts to gain favor or blessings. Aztecs cut their children's hearts out to appease the gods of rain and war. Incas sacrificed their children to the sun god so their crops would flourish. 
Canaanites sacrificed their infants to Molech for prosperity. Drums were played loudly to drown out the baby's screams. Child sacrifice never stopped, and we still don't hear their screams. There's nothing new under the sun. We sacrifice our children today, not for rain or war victories, but for freedom or convenience. We sacrifice to gain favor in the workplace, or for the blessings of money or fame. We sacrifice our babies on the altar of free sex. Child sacrifice is no longer a public event. It's done behind closed doors. Rather than a gory burning or bloody stabbing, it's become a neat, sterile, and clinical event. We don't throw our children into the fire or leave them to freeze to death. We starve our babies. We poison them. We rip off their arms and legs and crush their skulls. We call it choice. We call it empowerment. And our culture condones it. We celebrate it. We celebrate baby murder. We consider it vital to our existence. It's become a right. But nothing is different. There's nothing new under the sun. Innocent human beings are still being sacrificed for the selfish gains of those more powerful. Modern child sacrifice is thriving. We must end it. End abortion. Child sacrifice. So there you go. Choice for two. Um, end abortion. Child sacrifice. It's still going on. And both of the major uh, candidates, and the, I'm assuming most of the, the libertarian and, and independent candidates as well, except for Kanye, are all willing to, at some point in time, execute those babies, whether it's simply for convenience or whether it's for the uh, circumstance of their conception the crimes of their father or the perceived health of the mother. Because again, health of the mother can cover all kinds of things. Literally, there are places that allow for the I don't want stretch marks to be put down as a health of the mother issue. So all of the candidates that are out there are, are willing to execute children based on circumstance whether that is any circumstance or specific circumstances and so as a Christian I cannot in good conscience vote for either one of the major candidates I cannot vote for Trump I cannot vote for Biden this was my vote there you see it right there on the screen I wrote in the dudes from cross-examine podcast Last year, I wrote in a, a friend of mine because I told him that I would. And I think at some point in time, I made a comment to Kurt and, and, and Strat that I would write them in. That they'd be somewhere. And so I did. And you can say that I wasted my vote. And that's fine. That's fine. 
you know, if it's just an example, if it's a protest vote, call it what you will. It's my vote. And I will vote the way that I want to vote. And I will not let anybody pressure me into voting based on the, the reasons why they want me to. As much respect as I have for the guys at CrossPolitik, as much respect for I, as I have for you know, my own elders, the elders at Apologia, uh, John MacArthur, all those guys. Great respect for them. Fantastic teachers. Men that I would follow their advice in hundreds of things except for this. Except for their encouragement to vote Trump. And, and, and I can understand why. You know, I mean, I could understand why it was better than Hillary. Okay, fine. If that's your justification for the way that you vote, that's your vote. Go ahead. Do it. But don't come around and start start throwing around issues like church discipline and stuff like that. Because that's that's going above and beyond. And and, and that's just I, I cannot find a biblical uh standard or a biblical bi- biblical platform to stand on that says not voting for Trump is is worth uh church discipline or voting Democrat is worth church discipline. And if it is, and if you can make it a, a good enough argument that voting Democrat is, is a church discipline issue, then voting Trump is as well. And so if we're going to be consistent, which is, you know, the, the mainstay of, of what I push on this podcast all the time is consistency and worldview. Then if we're going to, Execute church discipline on those who vote Democrat. We have to execute discipline on those who vote Trump. You may be able to vote the rest of the Republican platform, but if we're if we're looking at candidate to candidate, Trump is just a little tiny bit better than Biden. But as Spurgeon says, the choice the the choice between the lesser of two evils is still evil. Or the lesser of two evils is still evil. And I don't and again, that would make every every candidate is going to be somewhat evil. So again, if we're going to execute church discipline, then we would have to execute church discipline on every Christian that votes. Because there's going to be some evil in every candidate they vote for. If you believe in total depravity. Right? So... Um, now Kurt and, and, and Strack can at least tell their grandkids one day that they had a vote for president and vice president, uh, once upon a time in 2020 from a weird dude named Grumpy the Troll, AKA the evangelical norm, uh, voted for them because he couldn't stomach any of the other, uh, candidates and they were a far better uh, proposition than anybody else on the ballot. So congratulations, Kurt and Strack. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you get anything for one vote, but uh, there you go. You have received one vote. And just keep in mind, guys, there's a reason behind. Since, we, since we've been talking, three 2,032 babies have been murdered in this country. 2,032, in the last 27 minutes that we've been talking, 2,100 babies 
by the time we sign off of this episode, will be dead. And both candidates are somewhat okay with that. And I can't abide by it. So go vote. Vote how you will. Justify what you will. I'm, I'm not mad at you, but don't come at me with any expectation of why I should vote uh, the way you want me to. Any other way than I did. Because I voted my conscience. And I'm, I, I stand, I stand, I'm not guiltless, but I, I stand before my God with a clear conscience on the way that I voted for president. And I can honestly say uh, that I didn't compromise my witness of the gospel for any reason. And, and that's important. So as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me. As always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next week, when we find out who's the president, which we probably won't even know next week, Soli Deo Gloria.